What is my what is my pur pur purpose purpose? You pass butter. Hi, welcome to what is this? Oh. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. Perfect take. Hello. No Hello. notes. Hello. Hello. This is our best opening yet. Hey. It's, I don't know what what to do. Like, do I want to go super fun? Or I'm do serious. I like don't even edit this out. Sultry. <laughs> sexy. I love it. What, who do I want to read today? I feel and just say sexy. the title. Hey. Um, welcome to Wubba Lubba Pop Bud. A Rick and Morty podcast hosted by yours truly, Alex, and... And me, Josh. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Wubble Up a Pod Pod, where pants are optional, everybody. Oh my god, that's true. Are you Isn't wearing pants? I know I am not. Actually, I am not. I'm I just lied. wearing my favorite things to wear, <laughs> which is waxers. Wait, are you wearing pants or not? <laughs> I am wearing pants. I lied. Oh. Sorry. That's We're on the internet. Team. I can do that all day long. It's fine. I mean, do what you want, but... <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I'm weird. I actually like wearing pants. Are they, like, comfortable pants? Like, what's, jeans. Yeah. what's the... Jeans. Jeans? Jeans are comfortable. Are jeans men, not comfortable to you? Men are weird. No. That's weird. So, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out how we spent a half an hour before we even got to talking about the episode last episode. Right. Because we said a lot of shit. Anyways. Yeah. You know, oh, what did we didn't say, though, is our pronouns. My pronouns are they, them, by the way. Oh, yeah. And uh, mine are he, him. Anyways, I want to get into this episode, and I want to get to it now. Yeah. Because it is 420. So I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good time. That's, what's that fucker's name with the Teslas? Um, um, Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk. That's Elon Musk's favorite time, because he's an unoriginal prick. Um there are no ethical billionaires. Anyway, quick order of business. Just real quick. Don't forget to review us on iTunes. That's one of the best things you can do to help our podcast. And uh, you can find us on basically all social media at WubbleUpaPodPod. There are some slight variations, but we're not going to get into that. So moving along. <laughs> Love it. Um, so welcome to, yeah. you know, Rick and Morty Season 1, Episode 2. It's called Lawnmower Dog. Um, and it starts with... Jerry, basically complaining about the dog. They have this little fluffy white dog. Looks like a Maltese, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. He's cute as fuck, okay? It's, it's kinda, it is what cute. it is. He's pretty and, cute. But Jerry is like, he's Even like, ugly oh, dogs are cute. Do you want to pee? You don't want to pee? The dog pees inside in front of Jerry, like a very fuck you pee, you know? Yeah. You know, and Jerry is like, he's so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And he tells Rick if there's anything he can like do or create to make the dog smart, smarter. Right. That's what. Uh -huh. So, you know, Rick says, the, I thought the point was to feel superior, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is like, ew, are there people who, in the world who like have dogs or pets just to feel superior? 
Yeah, you know, I've always wondered about that line, too. I'm like, I've never felt that way or thought that other people felt that way about dogs. But I find it very easy to believe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that being said, I felt like Jerry gave that dog a really good chance to go outside. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I have never met a dog in my life that doesn't jump on an opportunity to oh. run flying out the door. You haven't met my dogs, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> my All dogs right, are guess. assholes sometimes. I'm not that big of a Jack. dog guy. Sh- shout out to Jack. He's a um, we're, we're a family of um, schnauzers, uh-huh. black schnauzers. Oh. And Jack is my, my firstborn. Mm. And he is a little bit of an asshole. He will bite and he will bring you his plate demanding food. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. He will wait until you are busy as fuck to start scratching the door to open it to go outside. And then when you open it, he just stares at you and does not go outside. Well, that's not so much different from a cat, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hello? <laughs> and now, the stupidest thing Jerry did do here was he rubbed the dog's face in the urine. Oh that, my god, I, I mean, hated that. Mm-mm. People do that with poop, too. And that just makes the dog think that you want them to eat it. It does not make them think that yeah, they've done something wrong. That stupid. is absolutely not how you train an animal. So fuck Jerry, for starters. Exactly. Uh, don't do that. And then Rick is like, uh, or no, Jerry says, so if you're going to live here rent free and use my son for your stupid science, uh, which got me thinking, why can't Rick just pay rent to shut Jerry up? The, yeah. You can't tell me the smartest man in the universe can't immediately concoct a scheme to make all the money they could ever need. <laughs> Correct. So the writers obviously completely chose to not go this route, probably because it's too easy. I don't know. I think probably story-wise, maybe he just needs to keep a low profile from the intergalactic government. And having millions or billions of dollars wouldn't be a good way to keep a low profile. But, you know, obviously at this point in the canonical storyline we don't know anything about that yet well not necessarily in the canonical storyline there's i think we're going to get a lot of backstory that happens before the start of these episodes um to figure that kind of stuff out later but we're not there yet i personally just think that the reason is because rick feels superior to money to the idea of concept of money and stuff oh yeah his contempt for capitalism you know what i respect that yeah he hates bureaucrats so he's like, I'm not going to like waste my time getting money this way just so that I can shut the like Jerry up. Like it's yeah. not even worth it. Yeah, it's playing into their is. system. I like that. That's yeah. a good character <laughs> choice thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, he makes a smart helmet for the dog at Jerry's request. Rick, of course, uh, never misses a chance to backhandedly mock Jerry's intelligence. Oh, you're at the top of your game now, aren't you, Jerry? And Summer looks really impressed, too. Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, he builds the helmet. The dog is more intelligent to the point oh, yeah. where he can, like, even go to the bathroom, to the he toilet, to the human flushes bathroom. Flushes the toilet, rolls the over, toilet. sits down with yeah, no training. It's great. Instant. So, and then he, he drags Morty into the garage. Basically, the B plot of this episode is that Rick creates a device you stick in your ear that lets you enter people's dreams and works exactly like the movie Inception, mm-hmm. except it makes sense. Ha ha, fuck Inception. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite thing when it came out. Whatever. I really liked it when it came yeah, out. Yeah, people flipped their shit over it. I a was lot of people liked it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, there was this, like, thing of, like, people talking about it and trying to explain it to 
people who didn't get it and being like, <laughs> yeah. I got it. Like, so this is what happened. So like, <laughs> so when mm-hmm. they're like, oh, so Morty's like, Inception made sense. And Rick is like, you don't have to try to impress me, Morty. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I didn't even catch that one. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because I rewatch every scene like eight times before I move on uh, just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Well, there you uh, go. Anyway, Rick's genius idea is to go into Mr. Goldenfold's dreams yeah. and uh, make him want to give Morty an A in math class. And Morty asks the obvious question. Can I just say something? Please do. Mr. Goldenfold, for some reason, still sounds very vagina to me for, uh, for yeah. a name. Does he sound like, you mean he sounds like the character Mr. Vagina? No, no, no. The name. Golden Folds. Oh. Oh. Oh, that is a bit. Uh, what's the opposite of phallic? Um. <laughs> vagina. Vagina. <laughs> that is pretty vagina. Mm, I want to get my so face like... all up in them golden folds. <laughs> right? Mm. So um, I'm like, why... Are all these teachers, I'm just saying, I'm just noting, I'm just noting, why are mm-hmm. all these teachers in this particular high school with very vagina names? Just saying, moving on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good thing to note. So huh. the plan is to incept him with the idea that he's going to... Honestly, I thought it was just making fun of Jewish names, but that would be a oh. bit anti-Semitic, wouldn't it? Because oh, anything that starts with gold... Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Moving along. It's fine. (laughs) I don't hate Jewish people, I promise. (laughs) Nobody hates anybody here. Okay, yeah. Yeah, very inclusive. Except murderers and pedophiles. We hate them. Yeah, fuck them. I mean... uh, uh, A's in math class. Morty asks the obvious question, why don't we just spend time working on math homework? And, uh, well, Morty, because that's fucking chump work. And also, Rick needs adventures. Who doesn't? Fuck math. Yeah. And don't frustrate Rick with your fucking logic, Morty. <laughs> exactly. We all know his opinions on school, and I, I personally don't think he's wrong. So <laughs> here we go. Here into we go. Into the adventure. So into the adventure. They, they, you know, they sneak into the apartment. First, they peek into the window of Mr. Goldenfold's apartment. He's laying on the couch, just like eating some snacks and watching this show with Mrs. Pancakes. That's just saying over and over again, you don't know me. Mm-mm. Yeah, really. You don't know me. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'm like enjoying it, right? And then he falls asleep, right? Or did Rick make something to make him fall asleep? No, he does very conveniently fall asleep okay, just great. before they jump in through the window. Oh, but like, I just want to note that Rick was like, the, whatever show that was, Rick was watching it. And he was like, oh my God, no spoilers. <laughs> like, Yeah. I- <laughs> Turns it off because he's also watching the series and right, doesn't want right. any spoilers. So funny. I, I'm judging Rick very much for A liking that bit. stupid yeah, shit. Like, okay, Rick. It just seemed like very formulaic garbage right. stuff. And it, it kind of makes sense that Rick would like that because he would need to turn his mind off occasionally, you know? That's what I do. And yeah. also, I'm clearly also a genius that can travel intergalactically and inter- I never questioned it, Alex. So... You know, it, it is what we do. Anyways. I assumed from the very beginning. <laughs> they incept into Goldenfall's dream, and the dream is the plane, right? Goldenfall's in the plane, and Mrs. Correct. Pancakes is like, is it Mrs. Pancakes? Or just somebody who... No, it's Mrs. Pancakes. It he calls Mrs. her that. Pancakes, yes. Now, I just want to note, just as he's incepting them, that when he sticks the thing in Morty's ear, yeah. he just lets Morty fall straight to the ground in a <laughs> fucked up heap. <laughs> 
and then takes a moment to make himself comfortable on the beanbag chair before incepting himself. I'm like, what a fucking douche. I mean, he can get infinite Mortys anywhere, right? Correct. Who so needs them? It doesn't matter. So they're on an airplane. So anyways, they're like, the plane, whatever. They're like, oh my God, la la la. And then they step out and start, and Rick and Morty try to hijack the, the plane or something, right? Yeah, and he's wearing two liters of soda as oh a bomb. God. Yeah. And Rick suddenly has the scarf thing on his head. Oh, like, yeah. They're they're trying to look like Middle Easterners. And right. they're like, we're going to 9-11 this shit. And it's right, a really right. off Very color, like face. specifically yeah. trying to antagonize certain set of Americans who would be offended by that kind of I don't of know thing. why they like went in that direction. Right. But... Well, they were trying to be edgy. <laughs> A lot of this shit is just kind of dated edginess is Correct. where they so, come up with that shit. fucking Golden Falls reacts with like just a fucking like two AR-15s, taka, 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 just like shooting everywhere. Oh, and, and wheat thins as throwing stars. Oh my God, yes. Nice to wheat you. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. But Rick doesn't take Mr. Goldenfold for being an active dreamer. And he well, pulls out machine guns. Uh, Morty's freaking out and Rick is like, yeah, actually don't get killed because if you get killed in dreams, you die for real. Oh, jeez, Rick. Exactly. Oh, why didn't you tell me that? Oh, it's the same thing as real life. You, you avoid bullets in real life too, right. don't you? Just do that here. You're like, oh, Jesus well, Christ. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, I, I do think it's a kind of a major design flaw of uh, his dreaming device that you die in the dream. So it's really more so just kind of a hacky storytelling device mm -hmm. to raise the stakes of the situation. But I don't know, whatever. It's I don't I don't think it's true though that when you die in your dream you die in real life. Because... Well, but if you no, know, if you die in someone else's dream, can't prove that. Oh. You can't go into somebody else's dream, can you? Into somebody else's dream, damn. Yeah, I no, it's know. absolutely <laughs> not true about uh, your own dreams because I've right. died in my own dreams right, dozens right, right, of times. Right, 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 right. Anyway, ah! Ah! my blowing. Anyways, I believe bird person can arrange that. Go have some fun out there, bird, bird, bird person. Person. It's unwise of me to share these details, but I've become inebriated. They are designed to attract the attention of the female. In bird culture, this is considered a dick move. Smith House. So, Jerry, Summer, and Beth are fucking playing with their new intelligence dog. Just like... Mm -hmm. Taking videos in their phones of the dog doing whatever they're like, do this, and the dog does it. Roll, be my yeah. footstand thing. That's me. <laughs> right, yeah. And speaking of wanting to make something subservient to you, now they're making it subservient now that it's smarter. That's even more mean. <laughs> Beth foresees a problematic future in all of this. It's almost like some kind of foreshadowing. Hmm. And uh, Jerry Beth picks knows. a. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she knows. Yeah. Beth always knows. And Jerry picks a really bad analogy about their wedding as his rebuttal and then gets super sad when he realizes Beth's implication is that their marriage is not going well. Mm -mm. Surprise. Mm -hmm. Did you think it was, Jerry? What a fucking idiot. So <laughs> He is. The writing is on the wall from day one for these motherfuckers. Yeah. And it just keeps going into episode two. Definitely a recurring series of... Uh, a long arc about their bad marriage that never really gets resolved, but there's more about that later. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So then this is when, um, Snuffles tries to talk, mm -hmm. but I guess the, 
he, the vice doesn't allow it to say what he wants to and like Jerry and Summer are like oh he's trying to talk and very very condescending against him I mean, yeah. like oh he's so cute so like Snuffles I, is like think, frustrated and sad I was listening very carefully yeah. and you know what I think he said what? Alex yeah I'm pretty sure he said I love lasagna shut the fuck up <laughs> I feel so bad for Snuffles bro I know right <laughs> yeah limited to his poor little doggy larynx what are you gonna do so, so he's snuffles. Like, like looking out the window while it's raining. Sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sad panda or sad puppy, whatever. Runs to the kitchen to find uh, a solution to his problem. He sees yeah. in the reflection of the window, is it? Or does he find a mirror? I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, it's a reflection and he figures out that he can like up his like amount or degree of intelligence. Just by sticking in some more AAA batteries. All oh, right, that's what it was. Let's so be he honest. Does that, yeah. Who has extra AAA batteries laying around? No. Fucking nobody. No, I mean, honestly, they are there, but they're like already used, and you haven't thrown them away. Yeah, exactly. They're like <laughs> half full at best because they were in a remote control for two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, mm-hmm. so back to the airplane. And uh, so Rick grabs Mrs. Pancakes, and this makes Goldenfold go into a panic, causing the emergency door to get opened by some random dream asshole of Goldenfold, sucking everybody out of the airplane. I'm sorry, excuse me, blown out of the airplane. <laughs> um, if you want to correct people on how pressure physics work. Oh, um, I, I also said sucked out. Uh Whatever. Right, because that makes a lot more sense on the surface, but some physics jabroni ass fuck will um, very happily correct somebody all the time. If you say that a vacuum sucks, they'll be like, well, technically, actually, oh it my God. blows. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like in space, mm-hmm. it's a vacuum. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. So everybody gets sucked out of the airplane, and Mrs. Pancakes has a parachute. They hang on to her. And Goldenfold has already landed the plane and built a claw machine to pluck. I don't know what the plan is, but he's going to kill Rick and Morty and save Mrs. Pancakes. <laughs> right. And so they incept Mrs. Pancakes because dreams go 100 times slower. So now they're going, Correct. what, 1,000 times slower than real time? Uh, because I think. Well, because 100 times 100 is 1,000 oh, because okay. they're now two sure. dreams deep. Correct. So they've got more time to think about how they're going to get out of this pickle. No, not that pickle. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and now they're in some kind of sex dungeon. And there's like gnomes and dwarves running around and they're all in like leathery bondage straps. And there's tentacle women and a... Done Dutch, Morty. A very sexy version of Summer. Um, oh my God. A shamefully sexy version of Summer. Yeah. Um, hidden away two levels deep in... Goldenfold subconscious that wants an intergenerational sandwich uh, with Morty and Rick, and uh, it is th- just yeah. They're thankfully their sexual hangups on incest don't go over very well in this this dominatrix centaur land. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the centaur threatens to kill them, and they hastily incept him as well. And now they're what's a what's a thousand a thousand it, times a hundred? My God. Uh, <laughs> What's that, a million? I don't do or math, is, Or is bro, it 100,000? I want to say it's 100,000. Let's go with that. And I'm really glad that we got out of this one fairly quickly because I couldn't handle seeing Rick's sallow skin, crotch chaps, and nipple clamps very much longer. So 
Um, so now the centaur is dreaming about a boiler room, obviously a knockoff of Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. And uh, Scary Rick, Terry, beach. Scary Terry, <laughs> biatch. And Rick says as much, but... And I love the way he says this, so legally safe. And if anybody knows about legally safe, mm-hmm, it's Dan mm-hmm. Harmon. Because he knows what's legally dangerous. He found out the hard way. Uh, he's like, I, I don't know, Morty. Looks like a legally safe knockoff of an 80s horror character with miniature swords for fingers instead of knives. He makes sure not to say anything about Nightmare on Elm Street. Love or, it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. And again, just the entire way they portray Scary Terry throughout this episode, he has obviously so much disdain with how much they're mocking what they're ripping off. It's like the whole element behind the entirety of the series. I mean... You can't run, but you can't hide, bitch. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing is based off a mockery of Back to the Future. Yeah. And they're, the whole thing is just, look how stupid this thing was that everybody loves. <laughs> they're doing that no less than three times currently with this one episode. Lawnmower Man, Nightmare on Elm Street, Inception. Inception, yeah. Back to the Future. There's probably more in there that I'm missing. Excuse me. Did you say Lawnmower Man? Yeah. What is that? I have oh, no you're not familiar with Lawnmower Man. That's no. where the show gets its title. Okay. Um, uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, let's keep going on the plot. Sure. Uh, so then they got to Snuffles can talk and is part robot now, right? He has this yep. claw thing. He builds that and claw. He's like, yep. And he Rawr. has this. <clears throat> he has this like robot voice, right? Uh huh. Um, Gave himself a voice and a hand, right? Basically. So he, and then Jerry is like, "All right, fun's over," and he like goes to take the device off the dog. And Summer stops her and says, you can't, like, endow a creature with sentience and then rip it away, which is very valid and makes me think, what do you think yeah. about that? You know, the whole, I was just going to say this whole thing is a, a moral conundrum. And I think they were damned if they do, damned if they don't, because I want to give Jerry credit where credit's due. Twice in one episode, he does try to do the right thing. He tried to let the dog out. He wasn't being lazy about it. Granted, he probably should have picked the dog up or put it on a leash or something instead of being an asshole. Um, But he was trying to do the right thing. And here, he's trying to do the hard decision. He's like, okay, fun's over. This is not going to go well. I see what Beth was saying. And Summer stops him because she takes the highfalutin hippie road, which is also valid in its own way. But um, I think it still would have been... Eh, maybe it wouldn't have been better in the long run because they do end up going off and populating their own planet. Correct. Ah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's just kind of sad though. Anyway, is, no, you're right. Summer it is tricky. I don't know. I'm like, as human beings, you know, how much like godlike um, abilities or things or in situations should we like put upon ourselves? Like, like if we invent like robots, AI, like a robot yeah. that can think for itself. And then we like tur- decide to turn it off and essentially kill it. Like, is yeah. that morally good or bad? I think it's the same as murder what? because if they were to take the brain thing off of the dog, the brain enhancer, yeah. it wouldn't be smart enough to understand what had just happened to it. For all it knows, it just had a weird dream or something. Yeah. And well. it's kind of no harm, no foul. But it is kind of like murder. It's like you created this 
intelligence and then you took it away. But also, yeah, shit happens all the time. What are you going to do? <laughs> Anyways, as Josh pours one more liquor <laughs> into his glass. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I found this cold. fucking... Yeah, I found the skull decanter at Walmart for six dollars. Isn't that fucking neat? That's so cool. Yeah, I love skulls. I Everybody, go two. check your local Walmart. Also, fuck skulls. Walmart. Don't ever shop there. No. Um. But how many skulls do you have? Two now. Well, three if you count the one up here on my door. Oh my but God. that's actually my roommate's. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, can yeah, you see yeah. it? No, I see it. No, I see. Okay. It. Cool. <laughs> <coughs> but that Spooky. one's not a decanter. It's just Happy a decoration. Okay. Oh my god. Anyways, moving on. Indeed. Snowfall sees the TV show. Oh, Snowfall sees the TV show. They're like watching TV. And it's a TV show about wolves and how they like through time they turn into domesticated house dogs, right? Like right. the ancestors essentially the ancestors of dogs were wild wolves. Yeah. And Which is true. Yeah. But obviously wolves still exist, so it wasn't all wolves. They didn't die out. So it was really only a subsect, a subsection of wolves that were predisposed to hanging out with people because they realized they could get food from them, essentially. Right. So their flea distance was uh, lowered over time, and eventually they're just cuddling in bed. Why not? Um, so they basically did it to themselves. And then we exploited that and, and bred them for uh, gross things like stubby legs and mashed, mashed yeah. noses, which that's fucking wrong. Right. So, you know, Snowball is uh, pretty kind of right to be upset about it in the long run, I guess. I guess. I just um, proved myself wrong. Why? Uh, I just came to the opposite conclusion of what I was originally trying to argue. Is oh, look at that. So, yeah, cheers to that. Cheers. Um, so then cut to... So it doesn't sit well with Snuffles, right? So then cut to Scary Terry chasing Rick and Morty. They find the creepy little girl jumping the rope and singing. Typical scary movie. Creepy Children's girl. rhymes yeah. shit. But did you hear yeah. what she was saying? Um, did you stop and listen to the shit coming out of her mouth? I did it was not. it was really simple derivative stuff like scary Terry's gonna kill you some bullshit like that yeah, I don't yeah. know <laughs> I mean great it wasn't actual children's rhymes it was just shit she <laughs> was, was making insane. up about the yeah. episode <laughs> okay well good for her and then yeah Rick and Morty knock her out and go into her dream the little girl's dream which is exactly the same. Which Rick calls dream bedrock. Yeah, which is an excellent term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you disagree? Is it, is it like in Minecraft? Yeah, exactly like Minecraft. <laughs> when you hit, or I mean, also right. in real life, when you hit bedrock, <laughs> you can't really dig any lower than that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So That's how the crust of the planet works, I heard. <laughs> they're there in bedrock. And Scary Terry can travel through dreams. That's what they discover because he like follows them into the little girl's dream, right? Oh, no. We're really fucked, Morty. We're so screwed. Just like the Megatree dimension mm-hmm. and they're running from the testicle monster. And now they're just running from a different testicle monster. Different testicle monster. You know, pretty much every monster in this show can be called a testicle monster. Pretty uh, much. They've yeah, all got... Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Um, so then cut to Robo Snuffles standing at the foot of the bed, Summer's bed, very creepily. Well, like the storm and thunder is like super creepy. And he says one of like my quotes of the day, mm. which is, where are my testicles, Summer? They were removed. <laughs> where have they gone? And it's like, Gosh, that's, um, a, that's, that's a really intense line of questioning, Snuffles. Awkward. Don't use my slave name. Yeah, that's ah! my slave name. He, now you call me Snowball because my fur is pretty and white, which we you can't know, argue with him. You know, you really can't. I think it's hilarious that it's kind of seems like an even more demeaning name. I know um, than than Snuffles. Well, okay, not really. Snuffles just makes me think, like maybe he had a cold and that's how he got his name. Oh, you had a respiratory infection when you were born. Or shortly thereafter, and that's why we named you Snuffles, so that's great. Lovely. Anyway, regardless, I can relate because I want my foreskin back. Um, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Snowball? I'm sorry, I almost I keep um, deadening him. I keep wanting to say uh, Snuffles, but it's but Snowball. Snowball. Snowball wants their testicles back. Right. I want my foreskin back. Why? Do you miss it? Don't. Yeah. No, it wasn't their fucking decision to make. I don't know if I miss it. I never got to experience it <laughs> that with is a conscious brain. Very valid. That's valid. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not their decision to make. Oh, we're just gonna slice off a part of your body right after you're born. You're yeah, that's welcome. not cool. That's not cool. No, it's not fucking cool. <laughs> so, uh, Beth and Jerry try to save Summer, but Snowball's too smart. You will walk when it is time to walk. Yeah. Yep. And okay, so this is where I decided I wanted to talk about Lawnmower Man, and I'm so excited that you don't know anything about Lawnmower Man. (laughs) I meant to go back and watch this movie before we did this episode so that I could pick out any specific references that they were making. Interesting. But I had to settle for watching an old trailer, and this is firmly an 80s movie. I want to say it was like 82. Okay, let me double check that fact just real quick. I might need to make myself some coffee. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah? You yeah. you crashing? I am. Oh my god, it was ninety two. To... Oh my god, it felt 92. so much older than that. Yeah, ninety two. <gasps> I was one year old, BB. <laughs> Maybe. Oh or my god. Nearly one year. <laughs> well that's not as bad as I'm used to. My roommates are babies. Uh, they're like twenty six and thirty and Oh. I'm, I'm 30, 30. 30 fucking eight now. Oh my God. Kill me. Um, <laughs> actually, no. no, don't. I'm, I'm in so much pain and I'm tired all the time. Yeah, uh, anyway, so basically there's this two minute trailer that pretty much is just the entire plot of the goddamn movie, which is this, uh, mentally challenged guy who mows lawns. And there's the scientist dude who says, Hey, I've got this VR rig homebrewed at home that you should come play because it'll make you smarter. Oh. And he's like, okay, I'd like to do that. And like within a few sessions, his intelligence surpasses the scientist guy and he becomes all charming and smart. But then he gets like fucking scary and Ooh. goes ballistic and starts having like brain problems. Oh and, my God. Okay. And it gets all fucking scary and he turns into a fucking super intelligent monster. Wow. Um, and I forget how it resolves, but I... I don't know if he goes to another planet like the dogs do in this, but that's basically the entire plot, and that's exactly what's happening here. Yeah, so, I see it. I see the resemblance. Um, it's a, it's a okay. great pull. That's cool. 
And then, uh, so we're back in the little girl's dream with Scary Terry. Yeah. And Rick and Morty... Uh, they can't even remember why they're in this dream. They're like, wait, why are, why are we, <laughs> why well, are we oh, here? What are we here to do again, Morty? Uh, a, get me A's in, get in me math. A's in math. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, 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 oh, right. <laughs> so they flip some horror tropes right around and just diddle them from behind. Everyone always says... It's not just Nightmare on Elm. I don't even know if it was ever said in Nightmare on Elm Street, but there's that old trope, you can run, but you can't hide. Right, yeah. And they're like, yeah, but why would we take his advice? Oh, good point. Maybe we can hide, uh, which is hilarious. And I mean, they villain, do, and they hide. <laughs> yeah. Villain rule number one, uh-huh. accuse others of what you have done before anyone can accuse you. The government does it all the time. Huh. Yeah. So there they hide, go. and it works. Yeah, they had it, it mm-hmm. works. Six dream hours later, and poor Scary Terry is like, uh, you can't run, but you can't hide, peekaboo, and like nothing there. He can't fucking find them. And then he <laughs> yawns, he's looking in a garbage can, he's, he's out of fucking sleepy. ideas. Yeah. Just say what's in your, just say what's in your squat, 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 I guess I'm having cock squatches. Just say what's in your, just say what's in your squat, squat, I squat, squat. Squatchy enough for a squatchy, squatchy, squatchy party. I'm squatching in here. And we cut back to the Smith house. Oh, and the family is trapped in the kennel. Yep, they're in a cage. Uh, Snowball is running an assembly line. I assume they're producing more mech setups for other dogs. Yeah. He's Snowball has a great solution for Jerry's aggressiveness. A haircut. A haircut, not a haircut, A haircut. You know, as long as he accidentally nips some testicles off with it, it might do the trick. I don't know. Um, I didn't think it was that great of an idea either. I was kind of on board with Jerry there. No, Jerry's just fucking stupid. Obviously, he's going to fucking castrate him. Yeah. Yep. That's what's going to happen, apparently. And then they cut back to Scary Terry World. And this next scene is like such a trope that I kind of like related with it. A little bit too much in the way that like I feel like I've seen a thousand times and maybe in my own family too the like asshole husband that comes super late after work and he's like being an asshole and being loud and he's drunk or something mm-hmm. and then he like wakes up the baby the baby's crying chaos in the house and then the wife is like doing the dishes and she just tried to be nice and be like how was your day and then He's like being an asshole and she's like, not in front of blah, blah. Like, it's such a yeah typical. It's like very honeymooners quality, except honeymooners was just a me- everything he said was a metaphor for beating his wife instead of it all being, you know, literal. Mm. Um, but does the trope normally resolve this way where he stops and no. admits that he's an asshole? That's I didn't think so. That's what I was so. going to say. I'm like, uh, then the fucking plot twist is that he actually apologizes and takes accountability but for what he just said and he like is nice to her and he's like oh i'm so sorry and i love you melissa and i'm like that doesn't happen <laughs> right this fucking dream monster is a better person than, than most humans. real people <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and that is the message of that scene thank you very much but yeah that's how fictional characters work though yeah so, yeah, because even capitalism ruins fourth-degree dream worlds. Mm-hmm. Fucking great. So, yeah, I have no idea how Melissa, his wife, Scary Terry's wife, is able to pick up Scary Brandon without slicing him into tiny pieces. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. And 
It's like Edward Scissorhands. Know. Yeah. Like he had so much trouble in that movie. Like, like they, that was a big point of contention for him. He kept accidentally cutting things up. Yep. I imagine sex was especially painful. Or, I mean, some people are into that. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> um, so after Scary Coitus, they are going to incept Terry. That's the plan, right? Yep. <laughs> so and they, they do. Yeah. And But the funny thing here is that Morty says, oh, I wonder what horrible things Scary Terry is going to be scared of. And the horrible things that Scary Terry is scared of is being bullied at school. Yep. Or, you know, just forgetting his pants and not doing well in class and having a teacher that's kind of a dick. Yeah. Did he I get mean, bullied? Yeah. He, he was... got bullied by the teacher. Everybody was, like, making fun of him. Oh, yeah. It's, like, typical nerd, bullied yep. kid at school trope. And that's how you write comedy right there. Subversion <laughs> of expectations. Yeah. Well done. Um, they, they do it constantly with the entire show. Rick and Morty back him up. They show up with pants and like, hey, man, we got you. We got you back. Don't like, even don't trip. Even, don't even trip, pants, dog. dog. <laughs> and then he wakes up. Yeah. And they're they're right there. And he's like, hey, All it's you nice guys. And happy. He's like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, suddenly he doesn't want to murder them. So that worked out. Yeah. Boy, they were sure were taking their lives into their own hands standing there when he woke up. But it was the way to do it. Yeah. And then they travel back with Terry back to all through all the people's dreams, like backwards. And this is why I'm like, it's not true that if you die in the dream, you die in real life. But then you were like, oh, in other people's dreams. Right. But because, they didn't because they didn't like, die. He was killing the dreamer. Yeah. So the way to wake up the dreamer is to kill them. So and that's yeah. fine. And that's so he's fine. killing them. And waking them up, and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> um, I didn't understand why, like, the part about, like, sexy sacred, and then he kills me some pancakes. Like, <laughs> Oh, what? yeah. I, well, I mean, he seems consistent on that point. Uh, you know, he's a monogamous man in a... Uh, right, oh, okay. Creating he has, a, like, those uh, kind of values or whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> on right. his way to creating a nuclear family household, you know, he checks works out, a... Checks out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he kills Golden Faults, saying that this is because you didn't give Morty Smith good grades, bitch. And then he like crashes into him. And that's when real Golden Faults wakes up, right? Mm -hmm. And immediately he says like, I'm going to give Morty an A in math. And this is my original thought. <laughs> <laughs> that is an original idea. It yeah. Um, backing up ever so slightly. Yeah. Um, the moment where Rick asks Terry to help them out of the dream situation. And he puts his hand on his shoulder uh, with his sword fingers, one on either side of his neck. Yeah. Every single time I watch that. I expect him to just lob Rick's head right off in that moment. And then it doesn't happen. And I'm a little disappointed. I mean, that probably did happen in some dimension, other version. Oh, it absolutely did in yeah. another dimension. And possibly in even at a dimension. different writer's table. Um, <laughs> or the same writer's table. And then it was scrapped. Yeah. So then they Rick and Morty come back home to find it surrounded by robo dogs. Uh-huh. And um, they sneak in and they free, not in, but like they sneak into the front yard or whatever where they have Jerry, Summer, and Beth with leashes. So they free them 
And Rick is like, oh, we got to set up camp in a sewer tunnel. And Jerry's like, I am not leaving my house. Like, this is my house, blah, blah, blah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you don't know me. Don't so he know. walks inside and he pisses all over the carpet and He's a crate like, full of guns. Fucking idiot. And it's like, I own these now. And I'm For like, why? I think that's... I think that's more of a cat thing, really. For why, Jerry? <laughs> uh, so Rick says that the dogs are on a path to total world domination. And, and Jerry does these sniffles. Snuffles, or I'm sorry, Snowball makes uh, Morty his pet. <laughs> yeah, right? stop dead naming Snowball. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so sorry. Think- <laughs> <laughs> so Morty's... Snowball's pet, and the dogs take over the world, and they treat humans like humans treat dogs, essentially. Perfect, right? as it should be. No yeah. notes. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is. Um, and Except Morty is in heaven, because he's like the favorite or whatever. He's like, with oh, two yeah. human girls. Snowball gives him girls and a hot tub, yeah. and he's having the best time of his life. Yeah. And then Rick runs in a year later, and he's like, Morty, you're still in a dream. They're inside uh, Snowball's dream. Yeah. Yeah, this is all a dream. Snowball's dream. And the only thing that really happened for the last year is that you pooped your pants and cried yourself to sleep. And Rick, of course, somehow has to tell us about how he got it all over himself while incepting Morty into Snowball's dream. Yeah. And a piece in fell between. into my mouth, Morty. And it sent... <laughs> but don't worry about it. I'm like, wow, the... The mental it's picture. So graphic. Yeah. A piece fell into my mouth. Mm. Not like, and I got some in my mouth. No. It's it's so much more graphic to say a piece fell into his mouth. How? How does a whole piece of poop <laughs> fall into his Stop! mouth? God. Anyway. I hate it. Sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so Rick, Rick, when Rick is like explaining everything to Morty, he's like, "Oh, it's like Inception. So if it's confusing and stupid, then so is everyone's favorite movie." <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Just another jab. <laughs> yeah, he never misses a jab. And did you notice the Dream Girls are grossed out by the poop thing? Yes. Now, because he's like, dream- "You're sleeping in your poop and your crap right now, Morty." <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're, they're like, like "Ew!" Mm-hmm. And they move away from him. Yeah. But these are Snowball's dream version of girls that oh, are into Morty. Right. Snowball wouldn't think that poop is gross. He's a dog. Correct. Even if he's super intelligent. Correct. That's interesting. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, geez, guys, get your shit together, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Why don't you make your 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 fake dog dreams a little more accurate? A little to... more consistent, please. Yeah, like. guys. Jeez, <laughs> I'm writing an angry letter to uh-huh. Dan Harmon about that. So, <laughs> so then Rick makes Morty take some pills that essentially make him almost die. Yep. Supposed to make his kidneys shut down. Yeah, he's on the brink of death, and, and but all not these... real Morty's kidneys, just no, dream just Morty's dream Morty, kidneys. Yeah. To tug at Snuffle's heart, you know, and Snuffle is like by his bedside while he's like almost dying. And the other dog is telling him like, oh, it's going to take this and this and that to like try to save him. And, and Snowball is like, do it all, like take it. Like, I would do anything to save my human's life. So it's like this very emotional moment. Yeah, this and, is actually a really great dramatic moment, yeah. ironically, um, <laughs> when there's like, would they do that for you? We are not them. We are not we them. We are not them. <laughs> and I 
that happens throughout the entire series. There's this shit that catches you off guard yeah. and actually makes you tear up a little. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> my doggies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, like that's how I feel about my cats. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then Snowball wakes up. Oh my god! And but before that, Rick was disguised as a dog in a mech suit. Oh right, <laughs> how he was there. I'm like, but it is a dream. He can get away with that. No yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Snowball wakes up. He's made a decision. Uh, decides to colonize a new world with intelligent dogs instead of taking over humanity, and he will miss Morty very much. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking heartwarming. Yeah. Jerry agrees, but in a stupid way, of course, because Jerry's stupid. Get it? Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, it's like old Yeller because there's dogs in it. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> this world also, just so you know, in this like ideal world that they're going, there's pet insurance is going to be mandatory. Mandatory. Make note of that. If you have so... a sticky pad, write it down. Put it on your calendar. Very important. Yeah, um, we got to get the government going first. But when we get there, mandatory pet insurance. Yep. So uh, we end the episode with Rick and Morty contemplating the reality of, of a world full of intelligent dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick says the weirdest random shit about it. He's no, like, hey, I, I, I understand. It could develop into a satisfying yeah. project for people of all yeah. ages. Yeah. Maybe they'll even do it board driven. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Okay, I'll tell you what it means. Well, I think I know what it means, too, okay. after thinking about it. But wouldn't you tell me, though? Well, I just knew about this because I saw a video on YouTube of, like, interesting facts about the whatever the episodes. And sure. one of them was this part and this quote. And it's like, so apparently, I don't remember who, either Justin or Dan, but they had pitched a, this particular show of, like, a world, dumb, like, Dogs, of intelligent dogs. Of intelligent dogs. And <laughs> they, they did it like in a storyboard. And uh-huh. I think it was rejected or something. <laughs> so it's kind of like a jab at that. I Okay, sure. that's exactly... But before what I've I, seen that video, I had no idea what the fuck yeah, was Yeah, they happening. love making these meta nods to, a, yeah. um, to other TVs. They're breaking the fourth wall saying, we know this is a TV show. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this as a TV show idea, not literally within the confines of the story anymore. <laughs> yeah, and it's hilarious. Yeah. But it also, when you're not expecting it, it makes you go, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Which I think um, is a very important part of Rick and Morty. There it absolutely is. that are meant for some people in the world to be like, what the fuck is that? Does that even yeah. mean? And Shock factor. Yeah. What the fuck factor, yeah. very important. Yeah. Meta factor, once you figure it out. I mean, we love it. The end of the first episode, they love ending episodes like that. A hundred years, Rick and Morty. Yeah. hundred days, Rick and Morty, all the time. www.rickandmorty.forever.com. Exactly. Yeah. So, love it. <laughs> but the, the final line is really what cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's a very comforting thought, Rick. What do you know, Morty? What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey. hey! Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, it's a good a show! It's a good a show! Huh? Which? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh! But first, Scary uh-huh. Glenn teaches Rick and Terry how to chill. 
Right. I was going to say, after the credits, the other little snippet is there's a new teacher and it's Gary Glenn. Um, and he's like all hippie. And you everybody's can't, smoking weed. Yeah, everybody's smoking. You can't <laughs> learn anything until you learn how to chill. He starts playing the bongos. And Ray and Terry are fucking smoking a joint in the back of the class. Just like what did he it. say that it, uh, the other teacher was teaching interdimensional, not interdimensional. Scare tactics? I don't remember. Yeah, and he's like, and that's like, what even is that? <laughs> what, what even is that? <laughs> yeah. It was such a hippie thing to say. It was perfect. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> and that is the end of episode two, bitch! Yeah, <laughs> I like saying bitch too, but I say bitch. more like bish, like B-I-S-H, yeah. you know. I remember you did that on our episode of Beer with Buffy that you guessed it on, and I never forgot that. I was like, <laughs> did she just say, I'm sorry, did they just say bitch, but like with an S-H? Yeah. <laughs> is that not a thing it's a thing of course it's a thing i'm an old man i don't know what the kids are saying oh my god i didn't know what the kids were saying when i was a kid you can't expect these things of me <laughs> okay good to know <laughs> this is gonna be funny <laughs> uh, it runs through my head every third time that i say bitch i really have to think about it before i say bitch i'm like all right is who I'm talking to going to be offended? Are they going to understand the irony behind it? Are they going to judge me if I actually am saying it in any kind of serious capacity? And sometimes I just don't give a flying fuck. And those are the yeah. fun ones. But also, I sometimes I want to say bish, but then I don't think I can really pull it off the same way that you can. So it's like, you know what? I need to do a podcast with this person so that I can hear them say bish more often. I got you, bish. <laughs> Thanks, Bish. You Did can't it work? Pull it up. Did it? I don't think it worked. I'm gonna leave it to you. It's all this right. Is so much fun! Oh my god, <laughs> we're all learning together. <laughs> Hercules! Hercules! Oh, my brain just thinks in old movie quotes. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So normally we'd be trying to like talk a lot about um, lore, possible um, fan theories, Mm -hmm. um, creator theories, any extra content that we may or may not have absorbed about the series. Right. Um, I think that's going to come naturally more with more episodes. This this one was very... um, What I want to say about it is that, like, I feel like this type of episode is one that they do a lot. And this is the first time in which, and when I say type of episode, I mean in which like Rick and Morty have one storyline and the rest of the family have another. Yeah. It's like Rick introduces something that like is the catalyst to like propel the story of the family, Jerry, Summer and Beth, like the missing box, like the night family uh-huh. Have you seen the latest episode? Oh, oh God, I'm not caught up. God I, damn it. Anyway, ah, I'm well, bad at this. I know. There's The latest episode is like that, too. It's like I'm used to reviewing a format. show that's been done for 20 years. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, what I'm saying is that it's that format of the family gets into some sort of trouble because of some Rick-like device or thing that he like 
let them play with it and they like fuck it up in some way you know Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and the a plot b plot thing yeah that's been a formula for a long fucking time for sitcoms and they resolve one uh one of the plots and then they bring everybody together and they resolve the last the b plot or the i think i want to say the rick and morty plot was actually the b plot of this episode i mean just look at the title they named they the, named it Lawnmower the, yeah. Dog. It's about the what's happening to the family, not what's about happening to Correct. Rick and Morty. They're just using the device of the B plot to resolve the A plot, which is part yeah. of the the formula. Yeah. And it works. It's yeah. like, hey, that's actually kind of clever. And it gives lots of opportunities to intertwine things. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing is actually... Shit writes itself once you learn how. I'm not saying I know how. Well, um, I'm, I am kind of a writer, um, if I do say so myself. <laughs> excuse <laughs> you. But not not in any professional capacity, so I'm not going to go that... Tr- I'm not even going to attempt to do a okay. deep dive. All right. Now or ever. Ever. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought that it was... Ever. O- okay, Josh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's... <laughs> I thought- Go on. I, I thought that it was a great way to um, get to know Beth, Jerry, and Summer a little bit more. A little bit more. A little it bit was. more. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to come into their own. But also, these versions of Beth and Summer are going to be dead in a few episodes. Um, I can't. <laughs> or right. in a few seasons. Fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a fun thing to keep in mind. Because this, yeah, here's a character tracking note that I don't think we covered properly last episode. Mm-hmm. So this is Morty's original dimension and Jerry's original dimension, mm-hmm. but not Rick's. And then they moved to the other dimension in a few episodes and it's completely different. Everybody else except for Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that Jerry ends up getting swapped out. I wonder if we're ever going to find out what happens to... Our next Jerry, Jerry, because we lose track of him at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Jerry number two. My God. Yeah. I know. It's a mind fuck, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And we're just going to keep fucking our minds on the air for people to listen to and see. I'm sorry. My video is really choppy. Um, I've got a great internet connection. We'll fix it someday somehow. I don't know how. No. Um, once fucking Streamlabs gives us access to the collab live cam. Streamlabs, oh, yeah, hello, we can count if you're on watching that. or listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we have any live stream watchers. Well, hey, uh, speaking of, this uh, has been an, uh, another episode of Wubble Up a Pod Pod. Correct. Don't forget to review us on iTunes. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash wubbleupapodpod.com. It's spelled how you think it's spelled. We have a $1, $5, and $10 tier. At your highest tier, you're going to get exclusive video, live stream reminders, 20% off merch, and exclusive downloadable content. Check us out on our website, www.wubbleupapod.com. Eventually, we will also own... and We already own, but we will also be using soon wubbleupapodpod.com. Uh, check out our merch store, which is with our sister podcast website, www.beerwithbuffy.com slash shop. But there's a link. Just go to beerwithbuffy.com. It's fine. Check out all of our social media at Wubble Up a Pod Pod. The only one that's different is Twitter. It's Wubba Pod Pod. 
and <laughs> yeah. Twitch is Wubble Up a Pod Pod. Podbeans Wubble Up a Pod Pod. Um, all your favorite pl- podcast platforms. Eventually, if it's not up there, shoot us a message. We will get it up there. We want you to be able to download us wherever is convenient for you. Uh, you can email us at wubbleupapodpod at gmail.com. Thank you to JJ Treadway for all of our opening and closing and transitional music. Hey, if we have if we didn't say it last episode, welcome to Wubble Up a Pod Pod. We're having a good time. It's a good a show. I'm Josh. I am Alex. And I'm gonna find out what that thing was that I forgot. We're gonna explain it, goddammit. I'm gonna I'm gonna Rick explain it all over your Morty's. Yeah. Instead of which you enslave yourself to this, this, a cult? You don't like the color? <laughs> you have a sacred birthright. You were chosen to destroy vampires, not to wave pom-poms at people. Why can't you people just leave me alone? So you are the done why are we watching this